Okay, we're just gonna be uh, uh, reviewing my Facebook feed. Ah, sipon ako, sipon, sipon. Okay, game na. What's up, motherfucker? Welcome to the Powerful Comics Man Podcast. This is Ganito Lang Yan with Comics Man. Uh, happy Halloween to everybody. Um, uh, I'm gonna be doing a ganito lang yan stream, just a daily stream as uh, as long habang hindi pa ako ganun ka busy and it's still manageable to sneak in these uh, live streams on a daily basis. Pero pag naging busy na ako, syempre hindi ko magagawa. <laughs> so, I'm doing it as much as I can for now in the meantime. And uh, I'm I'm uh, clipping out some highlights dito sa mga sa mga streams ko. I talk about different topics that come out from my uh, Facebook news feed. Ganun lang ka simple. Okay, so I don't know what's gonna come up there. I did not plan uh, for this uh, for the topics that will come out. So literally, kung ano yung mabas, yun ang pag-usapan natin. Okay. So, let's do it. Kasama pa yung sipon ko. Oh, teka, ano pala? Eto, since uh, um, nandito na rin lang, please support the show by liking, subscribing, sharing. Share nyo yung stream. Uh, check out my other videos, whether on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, last night, nag-upload ako ng mga content sa TikTok. It's just to uh, masyadong ubos oras para mag, mag-edit lahat eh. But I'm gonna do it whenever I can. Okay? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell para, para notified kayo when I, when I go live or upload new shit. Okay, let's go. Let's see what uh, what's kung ano ang mga news this uh, this Halloween 2021 just a short uh, something on Halloween kasi when I was a kid dun sa province namin uh, wala kaming syempre may Halloween kami meron kaming actually wala kaming Halloween meron kaming All Saints Day okay uh, back then wala kami ng trick or treat so Nung nandito na ako sa, nung, when I moved to Manila, that was very new to me. Kumbaga, I never experienced that as a kid. As sad as uh, that sounds. Pero hindi uso sa amin yun dun sa probinsya namin in uh, Rizal, Laguna. So, uh, nakatuwa. Although, enjoy naman kami. Kasi ang trip lang namin every All Saints Day, November 1 na yung, ano, yung pinakang, ano namin, pinaka pinaka holiday and uh, we just go to uh, to the cemetery tapos uh, yun, we, we do kid stuff naglalaro kami doon tapos uh, the week prior maglilinis kami ng mga nicho mga ganun yung mga trip namin ng bata eh. tapos uh, uh, yung mga ngolekta ka nung patak ng kandila diba gagawa kayo ng mga bola tapos uh, during that time merong merong magkakaroon ng maliit na parang 
Ano bang tawag doon? Basta mga tindahan, mga stalls doon sa cemeteryo. So, masaya. Masaya. So, uh, but wala kami nung, ano, nung Halloween at saka mga Halloween costumes and trick or treat. So, kaya medyo nakukornihan ako. That's one of the uh, worst things na trip ko sa na ano na, na pwede kong gawin yung pagko-costume na ko na something else. <laughs> Parang sobrang cringe ba kaya? Ayoko ayoko talagang nagko-costume. So uh, uh, unless uh, kailangan kailangan talaga at babayaran mo ako hindi ako magko-costume. 'Yun lang ang aking uh, Halloween thoughts for now. Okay. Let's go back to the news feed. Runny nose. Okay, so first stop. Comic book resources. Uh, CBR. The Flash. 10 reasons why... Uh, 10 reasons Michael Keaton should become the DCEU's main Batman. Hmm. Tingnan natin. Actually, napanood ko yung mga... Mga Batman. I think all of the Batman movies that ever came out. I've seen every one of them. Pero... I would admit that uh, yung mga Michael Keaton, kahit nga yung mga George Clooney Batmans, kumbaga hindi ko na alam yung storya. Sobrang tagal, sobrang tagal na, di ba? I just uh, remember bits of it, pero hindi ko na alam. <laughs> and I don't know if I should uh, take time to rewatch them. If it's gonna be worth it. If, it, if it's gonna be, alam mo yun, parang mag, oh, magsasayang lang ako ng oras dyan. Unless, uh, siguro, matempohan ko lang siya na, I, I'm, I don't know, I get invited somewhere and uh, it's, it just so happens na pinapalabas siya. Pero malay mo, di ba? Matripan ko panoorin ulit siya. Michael Keaton. Although, I think ito yung pinaka-astig na Batman. Ito yata yung may Catwoman na Michelle Pfeiffer, sabi yun? Hindi ko na maalala. Pero that one is, uh, yun yung isa, yun yung paborito ko prior the Nolan films ng Batman. Okay. Let's go back. Rappler. Create a meal plan. Meal plan, okay. Relationship with my fitness. Hmm, actually I'm doing this right now. Well, one thing na nakatulong sa akin, um with regards to fitness is to get a fitness tracker ito bumili ako ng Fitbit before this is definitely a not an unsponsored shit pero kasi may mga features siya and uh, one thing about it is uh, meron siyang kumbaga nilalag niya automatically yung number of steps mo tapos uh kung ilang calories na yung nababurn mo sa sa buong araw and merong ano eh mer- nakalagay doon yung ideal na let's say sa steps 10,000 steps so may bilog doon tapos makikita mo yung progress mo so unti-unting na napupuno yung bilog <laughs> tapos parang psychologically naapektuhan ako eh na parang ah, kailangan makumpleto ko yun ba at least when I, pag hindi ako busy parang ay kay gawin natin to so it it helps motivate me to to do it para magano mag uh, para para lang makumpleto mo yung bilog di ba para para lang makumpleto mo tapos yung uh, 
Kasi, tapos, alam mo yun, ang effect nun, <laughs> magiging mga Celtic ka, di ba? Makaka-burn ka ng, ng uh, calories, makakapag-exercise ka, and, uh, pero sa utak mo, gusto mo lang makumpleto yung bilog. So, it's a, it's a mental mind trick for me. Okay, I'm not gonna click on this anymore. Let's see. Mika de la Cruz. Parang walang mga nangyayari ngayon. Oh, kawawa naman itong pating. Mga ano yan. Oh, let's see. Let's see if this is interesting. The esports movement that changed fighting games forever. From IGN. Let's click this. So... Oops. So Daigo Umahera parrying every single kick of Justin Wong's Chun-Li Super in huh? Chu, uh, Justin Wong's Chun-Li Super in Street Fighter 3. Third strike at Evo 2004 is one of the most iconic and impressive feats of video game skill ever caught on camera. But, it, but its enduring legacy is more than just a viral internet video. To find out how important this moment, uh, Evo moment, this moment, Evo moment 37, truly is the big picture of fighting game community. We talked with three FGC pros. Panorin nga natin. Okay. So, gaming history daw to. I, I don't know if I've seen this video before. But, uh, let's, let's check it out. It's EVO 2004, the final day of the most prolific fighting game tournament in the world. And though no one knew it at the time, two fighting game legends, Justin Wong and Daigo Umehara, are about to make fighting game history, when something that was thought to be impossible became known as EVO Moment 37. EVO Moment, oh hey. Whoa! <laughs> This is one of my favorite fighting game moments of all time, but it's actually even more impressive than meets the eye. Let's chat with some fighting game pros and find out why. Yeah, let's find out why. First off, it's important to set the stage for 2004 because after all, fighting games took a long time to get to here from here. You see, fighting games oh, went on a grabe. bit of a downswing. As arcades grew less and less popular, the fighting game genre, which gained its popularity almost entirely thanks to arcade cabinets, started to become more and more niche. One of the games that was helping to That's keep the true. scene alive was Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. There are a number of reasons why so many fighting game fans love Street Fighter 3, but perhaps one of the most notable and the most relevant to this particular story is the parry system, which allows ah, yeah. players to risk not blocking in favor Yo, of tiny a parry in order to completely negate the mitigated amount of damage taken while blocking, while also putting them in a better position to counterattack. In order to parry, one must press the arcade stick towards an opponent within a 6 to 10 frame window of when the attack lands, or one tenth of a second. And sure, while that's pretty easy for something like a fireball, anything that's multi-hitting and comes out relatively quickly is not so easy. For reference, what you're watching right now is me trying to parry a Shoryuken from Ken that hits three times. Chun-Li Super hits 17 times. Whoa! 
this was deemed like impossible. Th this was un. <laughs> That's L.I. Joe, a professional Street Fighter player and just all-around cool dude who made waves back in 2016 when he was the sole U.S. player in the top eight during Street Fighter V's debut EVO on ESPN. Like so many other fighting game fans and players, Moment 37 left quite an impression on him to the point where he vividly remembers the first time he saw it. I was at eight on the break in Dunellen, New Jersey, playing Third Strike, and it was an arcade that had like a like pool table in the background. They used to make what they call break stakes. They were just like cheesesteak sort of thing, and they had a computer behind where they were cooking the break stakes, and they were like, yo, Daigo, Parry, Justin Super. I was like, what? That's impossible. Back in those days, we had no idea how good anybody was. This is James Chen, fighting game historian and commentator. There Whoa. was no online play. Fighting game Daigo historian. was just kind of that legend. It was like, oh my God, Daigo the Beast. He's the best, he's the best, he's the best. This was one of the first times he was in America. And nobody knew Justin was... Grabe parang ano yun, parang... Ano yun? Parang Samurai X. <laughs> diba? Parang merong malupit, tapos uh, dadayuin mo pa. Diba? Parang anime. <laughs> that good at Third Strike at the time. Tapos ano siya? Tapos uh, video game... We got gamer, diba? And we all knew he was a good MVC2 player. And so when he started beating Daigo, everybody was like, whoa, what is happening? I'm like, where is it? I remember leaning over the table, like trying to see the computer. And I watched the video and I couldn't believe it. Of course, no one on earth knows this clip quite like Justin Wong himself. Okay, don't do it. Don't do it. Let me change time. Don't do it. Oh, it's over. I think I saw this like a billion times already. Hindsight is 2020, but another one of the most interesting aspects of this clip is that his decision to use the Chun-Li super here was a good play to make. Daigo was at such a low life that if he had just blocked the super, he would have been defeated by chip damage. And again, the idea of parrying all 17 kicks was thought to be impossible. We always had like these rumors where like, oh yeah, it's impossible to parry Chun-Li's super. It's a, it's a for sure win. You can even hear in the crowd, let's go Justin. Let's go Justin! It's one of those things where like, yeah, you know, chip him out, it's over. And then the, then the parry starts happening. And you see me as a kid just trying to mash out, like, cause it's like- Daigo Michael like, Jordan, no like, Street Fighter though. So if I'm like mashing, maybe I can like kind of confuse my opponent or make him mess up but Daigo kind of got the, you know he had the little cardboard wall and then that saved him from get him off his rhythm Whoa. it showed me how much more I had to learn to be good at third strike like I said it wasn't even comparable to do something like that that really cemented the legend of Daigo Umahara he didn't even end up winning the tournament which was the funny thing but no one's ever gonna remember that but this clip went viral in a time before YouTube even existed and people who had never been exposed to high-level Street Fighter play now knew what it looked like and how incredible it could be it's just really inspiring. It shows that sometimes the things you once thought may be impossible can be done. When Third Strike Online came out for the Xbox 360, they had a trial mode where Perry Chung Lee's super, right? So they even used the moment to put it in a trial mode uh, sequence, which was pretty cool. This clip has definitely inspired so many people to keep continuing playing fighting games everyone started playing third strike in america and i think a lot of people from like around the world start playing third strike a huge thank you to justin james and joe for lending their expertise to this video but what's your favorite Daigo? moment in esports let us know in the comments and for everything else keep it here on ign
Last look. Boom! Sarap! Okay. Um, dati, when nuuso uh, yung mga arcade games na yan, uh, napaka-essential part ng, ano, ng isang mall, ang uh, yung arcade. Arcade lang tawag namin. So, tapos, uh, I remember the first time when uh, dun sa, sa probinsya namin, uh, nagkaroon ng arcade. Yung kauna-unahang arcade <laughs> sa probinsya. Kasi dati, dadayo ka pa ng Manila para makapaglaro ng arcade eh. Di ba? May mga family computer sa amin, syempre, of course, di ba? Pero yung arcade experience, pupunta ka pa ng Manila. So, nung nagkaroon ng uh, arcade sa amin, talagang big deal yun. Napaka... Basta for, nandun yung ano, kumbaga, hindi ka nalalayo eh. Pagka, after school, pwede kang pumunta, di ba? Merong Tekken, ah, wala pang Tekken nun. Wala pang Tekken. Uh, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, tapos yung X-Men. <laughs> Basta pangit ng X-Men na yun eh, di ba? Yung, uh, yung uh, nalimutan ko tawag doon. Basta si The Beast, na Wolverine, hindi siya fighting game. And, uh, ang hassle lang, naging ano, naging, naging kuta ng mga ano yun, ng mga siga. Diba? Yung mga, 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 dito sa Maynila, pwede mong sabihin batang hamog eh. Diba? Tapos nandun, kikikilan ka. Diba? So, yung security, pangit nung, uh, nung lugar. Tapos, uh, ayun, parang ibubuli ka. Tapos, uh, they're gonna try to uh, uh, take your tokens. Diba? So, eventually, parang naging baduy na. Naging baduy na yung, ano, yung uh, lugar na yun. Pero, when it, first came out it was uh, it was kumaga parang napakalaking uh, big deal sa aming mga bata yon and uh, during that time dito sa mga street fighters kasi hindi ako hindi ako ano eh hindi ako magaling talaga eh well decent naman ako pero hindi ako para lumaban dun sa mga dun sa mga sa mga arcade kasi sometimes may magkakaroon ng community yan eh. Uh, minsan tatambay ka lang doon. Lalo na nung nag-college ako, minsan tatambay lang ako doon sa mga arcades sa sa SM, di ba? Tapos, uh, uh, I would see familiar faces. And, uh, nag, hindi uh, ko alam kung magkakakilala sila, pero I would guess na hindi sila magkakakilala. Tapos, uh, they would just uh, play. Tapos, alam mo pag natalo yung isa, papalitan yung kabila, di ba? Tapos makikita mo yung wins naka nakalagay dun sa ano eh, dun sa screen eh, di ba? Oh, nakaka-25 wins na to, lapit nito, di ba? So inggit na inggit ako doon. <laughs> inggit na inggit ako na parang wow. Hindi pa uh, kumbaga wala akong guts para lumaban, although parang gusto ko. Kasi feeling ko parang oh, mas magaling pa ako dito, ah, di ba? Pero dahil uh, nakatakot. Siyempre, mapapahiya ka eh, di ba? Tapos mag-isa ka lang, wala ka namang tropang kasama. Okay lang, pagkasama yung tropa mo. <laughs> anyway, pag natalo ka pa ng tropa, kasama yung tropa mo, tapos natalo ka eh, di kakantsawan ka pa. Anyway, that's, uh, let's move along. Let's see. Sino to? Uy. Sarol. <laughs> Ma- 
Thinking Pinoy, pinalo ko na rin si Thinking Pinoy para yung mga commentators from from all sides malaman natin kung ano mga pinagsasabi. Ito, puro pa ano eh, puro pa puro paramdam lang tong si si Sarah Ol eh. Hindi mo alam, pero feeling ko talaga eventually tatakbo 'yan. Uh, what do you guys think? Or will she let BBM uh, parang, alam yun, run unchallenged by her? We'll see. Pero I think, I really think Lenny needs her to run. Kasi yun ang, mag, yun ang maghahati ng mga boto ni BBM. Eh. If, if Lenny, if, if uh, Sarah doesn't run, wala makikita mo naman yung ano eh kita mo naman yung mga yung yung polls hindi niya matatalo talaga so kung yung mga yung mga pro Lenny pagdasal niyo na tumakbo si Sarah <laughs> kasi that's one of the one of the key things that needs to happen para makahabol anyway let's move on What else? After long after long delays due to COVID-19 pandemic, several international pageants have finally pushed through this year. Okay, so may pageant ANC. I I don't really care about pageants. Di ako buga. I don't know. Wala naman ako strong opinions. It's just not for me. I don't enjoy it. Ang pi ang pinaka pageant lang na na appreciate ko is when uh, nung 1995 ata yon uh, pumunta dito ang Miss Universe 1995 1994 basta early 90s ganun so uh, malakas yung hype noon and after that parang huh, hindi naman talaga hindi naman talaga ako interesado but i get that uh, people like it i suppose but to me kasi parang I don't know. I don't know if it's what kind of achievement is this. I suppose. Di lang siguro makarelate, de ba? Pero they get celebrity status. Pagandahan sila, de ba? Parang basta. It's not for me. Okay, Mom, Mozzy, Bears, Ravenna siblings go get her attitude. Hmm. Okay. Lenny, another Bicol mayor vow support for Robredo's presidential bid. Okay, that's that's good for her, I suppose. Now for you. Di pa tayo. Okay, Glover Teixeira. Actually, mama yah, I'm just waiting for for tonight's event. UFC. 67 um, Teka, punta natin ng UFC 67 So, naabangan ko yan uh, Sa Abu Dhabi sila maglalaban So, hindi siya Yung regular time I think I think it's uh, Teka UFC 67 267 I think Madaling araw Dito Yung actual na laban Time Philippines Teka Huh. 
2pm? Ah, teka. What the hell? PM ba? Date, Saturday, October 30, main card. What the hell? Tapos na ba? <laughs> Tapos na ba? Bad trip! Teka, ha, Saturday. Hindi, BST eh. Te hindi Eastern time, okay, okay. Hindi, hindi. Tama, tama, tama. So, 2am. 2am dito, malamang. Uh, Glover Teixeira is, uh, teka, puntahan natin. UFC 267. Glover Teixeira is one of the oldest contenders if uh, to uh, fight for the title. Dito sa history ng UFC. And uh, he's fighting the Polish power. Ito ni, ang Polish power ni Jan Blachowicz. Jan Blachowicz pala. And uh, Jan Blachowicz had been uh, dominant since uh, John Jones left the light heavyweight division. Uh, Siyempre, si... <laughs> kasi John Jones is now vying for the heavyweight uh, for the heavyweight title, 'di ba? And uh, 'yun ay kung kung maayos niya ang buhay niya, ang personal life niya kasi naaresto na naman siya for the end time and uh, who knows what's going to happen with John Jones if he's ever be gonna be able to to uh, come back to the octagon at at all kasi ano eh, paulit-ulit na lang eh. And uh, besides, uh, he's uh, he's going up to the heavyweight division. Pero, ang dami niyang, ang dami niyang keme. Gusto niyang, kumbaga, ayaw niyang labanan si, si uh, Francis Ngannou. Si, si Francis Ngannou gusto rin, basta, uh, magulo magulo yung ano yung may mga conditions sila They, ang hirap nilang kausap it seems like um parang uh, because right now kasi parang there had been uh, uh, a culture of uh, the money fight sa UFC because of uh mga proponent niya sina Conor McGregor di ba well si Conor McGregor talaga <laughs> Uh, everybody wants the, the Conor McGregor money. And uh, ngayon, lumabas pa yung mga Jake Paul fights that they are saying are very lucrative. And uh, the UFC fighters think that they should be getting way more sa kanilang uh, mga laban. Well, I'm not... Uh, Siyempre, gusto ko. They, they get as much money as they can. But, uh, kumbaga, but that would that would also need to kailangan meron din silang ano eh star power to uh, to support their claim na pwede silang makakuha ng ganong kalaking pera na Conor McGregor money and uh, Conor McGregor uh, whether you like him or not is just really in a different uh, different uh, stratosphere ng ano ng uh, popularity not everyone can 
can demand that kind of money kasi uh, people watch him di ba? and the the others the other fighters um, I don't know how many Filipinos know who Jan Bla- Blahovic is and Glover Teixeira although tong dalawa ano siya mga mga fighters talaga yan they don't care about you know i've never heard them complain about money before they they honor their contracts diba parang sinainan mo yan eh diba <laughs> well it, that's something that's interesting uh that uh chael sonnen said kasi laging issue yung ano eh yung yung uh, fighter pay sa kanila and uh, that uh let's just use ano Let's just use Francis Ngannou as the example. There's Francis Ngannou. Para kita niyo ng kitsura niya. Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou was is is the reigning heavyweight champion of the UFC. Okay? And uh, he came from uh, he came from uh, Cameroon in Africa. Kumbaga, amazing story. Amazing story talaga. Uh, parang, he was dirt poor. He was uh, uh, digging in a sand quarry in Africa. Crossed the Sahara Desert. Sahara Desert nga. I, I think. And uh, parang escaped uh, mga terrorists, mga warlords dun. Uh, tapos, eventually he made his way to Spain and then eventually to France where he uh, where he trained uh, as a boxer and then eventually become an MMA fighter and long story short he he came to the UFC and now he is the UFC heavyweight champion okay so Francis Ngannou uh, yung point ni Chael Sonnen is parang you come to the UFC and then you when you're somebody like Francis Ngannou, who who came from nothing, you're just happy to get to get a contract, diba? Uh And uh, I would assume that uh, that the the first UFC contract would be a much better contract, uh, combat sports contract that you've ever had prior to being in the UFC. Okay, so masaya ka. Parang nung ano, nung nung nakuha mo yung kontrata na yun kasi UFC fighter ka na at last but then again when you do well when you do well and uh, like him naging champion siya nagkaroon siya ng name recognition naging uh, super sikat siya sa bansa nila sa Cameroon then uh, all of a sudden he feels that the, the contract he signed is not good enough for him anymore which which may be true kasi tumaas yung stock niya eh. Yun nga lang, na, nandun siya sa kontrata niya, di ba? Pero, ang point ni, ni Chael Sonnen, parang, that is not the time to attack your promoter, which is the UFC in, in, in his case. Kasi, the fact that you now have name recognition, you are, your popularity has surged above, above your your wildest dreams when in the first place when you came here you're a nobody basically nobody knows you that means your promoter did their job 
Diba? And that's that, that's not the point na aatakihin mo sila. That is the time to thank them. The, oh, you did a great job kasi kilala na ako. And now, I can, I, kumbaga, yung mga opportunities will open up to me. Diba? But instead, ang nangyayari kasi, because of the culture of the super fight, and uh, I think yung ano niya eh, yung actually, wala, na, wala namang naririnig from Francis and Gano himself eh. The, the coach, yung coach ang dada ng dada dito kay Francis and Gano eh. Uh, ngayon, masama ang loob niya kasi, uh, so, Francis and Gano, uh, won the championship early this year okay against Tipe Miocic okay so uh what happened during that time he, he has two options one is to rematch Tipe Miocic for a trilogy kasi second fight na nila yan eh. first time they fought uh and Ganu lost to Tipe and then the second time and Ganu knocked out Stipe. So there's uh, there's reason for 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 a third match, diba? Kumbaga, malaman na kung sino talagang panalo, diba? Pangatlong laban. But then, during that time, John Jones is already expressing his, uh, kumbaga, parang finalized na, na. Na he left the light heavyweight division and he's gonna go up to heavyweight. So of course John Jones is a very popular name the most dominant fighter in UFC history the most one of the most popular ones so which means one of the one of the more lucrative fights that the company has to offer mas malaking pera pag si John Jones ang kinalaban niya and uh yun nga lang John Jones nagiiinarte parang he is uh, Hindi ko alam eh, parang si John Jones kasi ang tingin ko sa kanya as great as he is. Okay, nobody can take anything away from the from the greatness of uh, John Jones as a fighter, de ba? Wala na siyang kailangang patunayan. But uh, I think meron siyang mentality na kailangan he has all the advantage before he ka- he gets into a fight. Kumbaga Di ko alam, baka nga ano siya eh. Kasi, there's a, there's a write-up about John Jones na he said na when asked if he's ready to uh, to uh, finally fight in heavyweight, back then, he was uh, weighing 250, 250 pounds. Parang he said he wanted to to reach one two hundred seventy first, diba? And he wants to be the biggest, the biggest, strongest heavyweight ever to uh, fight in the UFC. So gusto niya magpalaki talaga. So mas gusto niya mas malaki pa siya kay Francis Ngannou pag uh, sumampa siya sa heavyweight, which is uh, medyo, diba? Parang to me, I, I interpret that as kailangan, gusto niya secure yung advantage niya muna. Kasi, he could have fought already. Stipe fights at uh, sometimes two, 230 pounds. 240 pounds. 
So at 250 pounds, lamang na si si John Jones kay Stipe, di ba? Pero he wants that extra 20 pounds ng advantage before kumbaga gusto niyang siguraduhin na mananalo siya. I don't know, maybe it's to to uh, secure the legacy or siguro, di ko alam ha, kasi um, John Jones dominated in the heavyweight in the light heavyweight division relatively yung mga contenders niya like Leo Tomachida, like uh, like Shogun, Chael Sonnen hindi naman sila ano eh, hindi naman sila kasing laki ni John Jones and then when the contenders like Thiago Thiago Silva Thiago Silva nga ba? Hindi Thiago Silva. <laughs> si <laughs> si uh, nalimutan ko. Uh, si Dominic Reyes si uh, yan, si na uh, Walker? Ano nga pangalan? Johnny Walker, di ba? Si Thiago, sino ba yung, sino ba yung Thiago? Nalimutan ko, nalimutan ko yung surname ni Thiago. Uh, basta, uh, they are about as big and as uh, tall, as long as John Jones himself. And they gave John Jones a hard fight. Di ba? Although... Uh, natalo rin nila si, uh, si si John Jones eventually kumbaga hindi hindi na dominate ni John Jones yung ibang mga yung mga kalaban niya na kasing laki niya and uh, i don't know maybe nakaapekto sa psyche niya yon i i will never uh, say that John Jones is scared though okay? because there's no way John Jones is scared pero siguro he he had mentioned before in his interviews that He always uh, uh, doubts himself whenever he fights. Um, kaya nga niya sinasabi, mer- in, dun sa Joe Rogan uh, interview niya sa podcast, he said something like, he would tend to party and get drunk the night before the fight para pag natalo siya, meron siyang ready excuse. Why he lost? Ganon. Uh, I would take him for his word, de ba? <laughs> de ba? I have no reason to to uh, doubt what he said. So, but then again, kahit kahit basag siya, de ba? Sabi niya parang he uh, he was on coke the night before he he beat Daniel Cormier, de ba? So. He still managed to beat them all. That's how dominant he is. But now, see, uh, but then again, facing these monsters, Stipe, Francis Ngannou, Cyril Gunn, I don't know kung ano. I would never say that John Jones is afraid to fight them. Pero, I'm sure he is uh, taking all the all of the precautions before getting in the octagon with these uh, Goliaths. Hmm. Anyway, si Francis Ngannou is, uh, is set to fight Cyril Gunn, which is masama ang loob ni Francis. Let's go back to that kasi 
since uh, Francis and uh, Francis didn't want to fight Cyril. Kasi actually si Derek Lewis pala dapat ang lalabanan niya. But the Derek Lewis fight is not as big it's not as uh, a big money fight compared to fighting Jones or Stipe. So he declined that. And sabi niya, maghihintay siya September na lang daw siya lalaban. Uh, he didn't want to take any fights if it's not for if it's not against Francis or Stipe. Now, the UFC parang okay, parang okay sige, hindi ka okay na, ayaw mong lumaban. Yun nga lang, ang ginawa nila, <laughs> they created a new uh, they created uh, an interim belt as a replacement for that. Kumbaga, since uh, the champion is not available uh, to fight, they want to create big fights. So, they created an interim title match between Derek Lewis and Cyril Gunn. Which, Cyril Gunn won. Now, Cyril Gunn and Francis are teammates. They were teammates before in France. So, may storyline, di ba? Actually, gumanda yung, ano eh, yung storyline. Now, <laughs> si Francis and Gunn and this... Uh, coach, parang ano siya, parang bad trip sila, bakit, gum, bakit ka gumawa ng interim belt samantalang nandito naman ako uh, wala pang one year just a few months after me winning the belt, biglang may interim belt agad so he says uh, it's disrespect, diba? so may mga ganong kieme siya uh, well, okay lang naman, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't fault him for feeling what he feels Pero if you look at if you look at it he it just made the the fight a lot more better a lot a lot bigger diba Francis versus Cyril Gunn is a much bigger fight than uh, Derek Lewis diba mas may storya mas merong fanfare plus the controversies Mas, uh, the fans are looking forward for that fight. It's still not as big as the John Jones fight, but it might have become uh, as big as the Stipe fight. I don't know. Yun nga lang, it has also become a much harder fight for Francis. Because he could have just accepted Derek Lewis and beat him. Diba? I would assume, of course, Derek has that that uh kumbaga extra hard na na suntok diba he can, Derek Lewis can definitely knock anyone out uh, during during the 25 minutes they're locked in the octagon pero chances are Francis will beat him and uh, it would a Derek Derek Lewis will be a, a, a significantly easier fight than Cyril who is a much more well-rounded fighter. Okay, so yun ang kumbaga parang yun ang fuck up ni ano ni ni uh, ni Francis and Gano. Kasi during that time, Cyril Gunn is not in the 
conversation for a title fight yet. ba? Diba? Kasi he could... Uh, Cyril Gant would not have fought for... Even for the interim title. Kung nilabanan lang ni... Ni Francis si Derek. And now, if... Uh, Francis' ultimate goal is to fight John Jones. Hindi mangyayari yun pag tinalo siya ni Cyril Gunn. Diba? Why would John Jones fight him if he's not a champion? John Jones will fight Cyril instead. Diba? He's not uh, fighting Ngannou because he's Francis Ngannou. He's fighting Ngannou because he's the champion. John Jones wants to become the champion. And although Pwede pa rin kasi sikat naman si Ngannou. Pero it would be a lot easier to sell that fight if uh, Francis remains the champion. But of course, we'll, we will see. Diba? Hindi naman natin sigurado kung matatalo ni Gunn si Francis Ngannou. But uh, the possibility of losing the title just uh, shut up when uh, Cyril is now fighting in Ganu instead of Derek Lewis. So that was, I think, the mistake of uh, Francis in Ganu. On, uh, I think he mi misplayed his cards. Yon! Uh, let's see if uh, we can find more interesting things. Parang walang masyadong balita ngayon. Lassi, hindi ko kilala yan. Lassi Marquez. Hype na yan. The Hill. NHL. Unreal. Okay. Um, I'm gonna keep browsing. Let's see. Puro mga ano ah. Puro mga pageant news. Okay. Chris Wade what else Pero right now tonight Glover Teixeira is going to fight for for the UFC uh light heavyweight championship belt I don't know I like uh, I like uh uh Jan Blahovich Pero I also like the idea of of uh, a 42-year-old man in Glover Teixeira winning the title. Teka, UFC 2. There's just something in that. Uh, you, the UFC uh, uh, put out... Uh, runny nose, runny nose. The UFC put out... Uh, teka. Uh, a video... About uh, old fighters or older fighters, yung history. Teka. UFC, Glover, Teixeira, DC. Daniel, basta ang ganda. Isashare ko nga yun. Daniel Cormier. Kasi Daniel Cormier was also... Uh, 
39 na siya when he first won the championship. So, eto, ang ganda nitong ano na to, nitong video na to from the UFC. Age is just a number. I'm gonna share this later. So, the, the, uh, and this, kumbaga, I appreciate this a lot more as a 40-year-old man. Diba? Basically, the message is, uh, it's not too late. Kumbaga, age is just a number. Um, don't let it get in the way of reaching your goals. Diba? The, Combat sports, especially MMA, is a young man's sport. Hindi siya parang golf na, alam mo yung kahit matanda ka na, you can still world championships. It's not like chess. Kahit 70 years old ka na siguro, pwede ka parang lumaban and compete at, at the highest level. Um, in sports, especially in physical uh, sports like uh, yan, basketball, uh, especially MMA, combat sports, di ba? Boxing. Nabanggit nga dito si Manny Pacquiao eh. <laughs> and uh, these are uh, typically in the 90s, pag ano ka na, pag uh, mga 35 and up, medyo pa-decline ka na eh. Pa-decline na yung career mo noon. Expected ka na na hindi na matatalo ka na and uh, somebody younger and stronger is gonna take your place but uh, nowadays yung mga advancements ng mga, <laughs> ng mga yung mga alchemy ng mga I would say performance enhancing drugs diba? mga technology and also just uh, just a better understanding of the human body. I'm not saying nagana sila nag, nag nagdadaya, di ba? Of course within the rules, but that's that's uh, besides the point. The point is um a fighter's or an athlete's career can be extended significantly significantly longer nowadays compared in the 80s and 90s, di ba? So this is DC uh, winning the 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 heavyweight championship. George Foreman did it as well. Simani Pacquiao, yeah, at forty-one years old, he won a new belt in twenty nineteen. Ata, sino to? Uh, sino si Floyd ba to? Can't tell. Uh, who else? Ito, si Tom Brady. He is also 40. Diba? And he just won his, uh, I think, sixth uh, World Cup. Parang ganun. Sa football naman yan. Super Bowl ata. I don't know who this guy is. Sa golf. Um... And now Glover Teixeira is uh, is uh, looking to fulfill his destiny, or not, or non-destiny. He already had an attempt fighting John Jones before, 
uh, I think 2015, 2016, around that time. And uh, John Jones was just too much for him. And uh, hindi, siya, hindi siya nanalo. And he got... Uh, it, it, it turned out na... Kumbaga, it resulted in a long journey back to uh, the title shot. But now, here he is. The king has left. And, le and uh, the void that was vacated is quite uh, is open kumbaga i don't know gusto ko sana gusto ko sana makitang maglaban si si Blahovich and John Jones kasi i think Blahovich can beat John Jones pero that would be a fantastic fight kasi si uh, si Tiago hindi Tiago Silva yun eh Oh man, okay. Chago Silva nga ata. <laughs> Nasasabaw ako eh. <laughs> anyway, hindi ko alam kung sinong mananalo. Hindi ko alam kung sinong pipiliin ko. Pero, I, would, I wouldn't mind, of course, the great Randy Couture. Diba? Uh, I wouldn't mind Jan Blahovich uh, keeping the belt because I'm a fan of uh, of long dynasties. Hindi naman ano, hindi naman super long like John Jones na no? pero kumbaga, I love seeing dominant fighters. Yun yung ano eh, parang magkakaroon ka ng may establish mo kung sino yung dominant talaga sa pack. And uh, but then again, must I think if Glover wins, that would send uh, a lot more chills. Na parang wow, and sarap sa feeling pag si Glover te sharing na nalo. Kubaga triple yung saya pag si Glover ang nanalo. For me, okay. So I don't really have kubaga uh, a guy in this fight. Kasi both are deserving. Both are great. Jan is a far, far much younger challenger. Nakita mo naman itsura, diba? <laughs> Mukhang ano eh. Mukhang world beater din talaga si, ano, si, si Blahovic. And, uh, we're gonna see. 2am yata. So, I'm gonna be staying up late for that. Okay. Um, I suppose yun na. Wala na ako makitang magandang balita dito. Sino ba to? Robert Downey. Hmm. Yun na. Yun na. Magsilayas na tayong lahat. Paalam.